everyone, this is Lillian, and welcome back to Shifting Life and More with Lillian. I am your host, Lillian, and I will be your host today. Okay, this is probably going to sound awkward because, I don't know, I'm just new to podcasts still. But, um, so, welcome to people that are new to this podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about shifting and my life. So, yeah, it's pretty fun. So, yeah, thank you, and well, oh my gosh, um, welcome back, for people that are already coming back, I am excited to see you, now, thank you for listening to my podcast, it's a bit messy, but I'm hoping it'll get better, even though this is, like, I don't know, fifth or sixth episode, I don't know, but, um, Yeah, I'm so happy you're here today, so thank you for listening. I am super happy that you are coming today, so yeah, it just makes me really happy when I see that someone listens to my podcast, so, or just so you know, I use Anchor, so it shows me if someone listens, so I am just super excited. Anyways, so I am talking about what it's like to shift with aphantasia today. So for those of you that don't know, aphantasia is the condition, I guess, where you struggle to visualize, which as you may know, is in most, mes- in most common methods, you have to visualize. So as someone with aphantasia who cannot visualize, it makes finding a good method very hard. And just so you know, I have not exactly shifted realities yet, although, as you've heard, you're already shifting all the time, which, I don't know, that just sounds weird to me, but, yeah, it's, oh, wait for, okay, sorry, just so you know, I record, heard all my episodes outside, so the sound quality is not always very good, so yeah, that is sometimes a bit annoying, but... Yeah, so sometimes when I say car, it's because a car is passing by and it makes noise. I think the car felt that it was su- that it was summoned. So yeah, it came. Yeah, so being someone with aphantasia, um, a lot of methods in shifting you have have to visualize with. So, it makes finding a method extremely hard. Because you look at all these... So, people recommend methods for you that you cannot do. I can already think of probably about five. Like, the Alice in Wonderland method. The... What else? What are the... Okay. The piano method. The sunny method. What other methods are there? The Shea method, um, the elevator method. I could probably name more, but I'm too lazy to. So yeah, when I hear people, and knowing of all these different methods I could use that I can't hurts. Like, there's so much to do. Like, hmm. Which, so, so when it hurts seeing all these 
all these methods that I could be using, but I can't because I can't visualize anything. So, having that barrier, it just feels like this huge barrier that you try to push through it, but it's... So, I've always had... So, because of that, I have had to who search and search for people with aphantasia that and non-visualizing methods because a lot of the non-visualizing methods I don't know they they kind of seem stupid because there's only a few methods that don't use visualizing including so for anyone here that has aphantasia I have about there aren't a lot of methods, but these are the ones I know of. There's hopefully more, but um, so the few that I've found that I can actually use are the um, so I brought the Julia method, the Raven method, which I don't use, I just don't like them that much. Um, I've also got the no sleep method, the 369 method, I have no idea what that is, and I also have the non-visualizing method by Shimmy Shea. Um, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of that. It's just pretty much Raven method again. And, and then there is the intention method. So if you who have aphantasia, I highly recommend the intention method. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's made specifically for people with aphantasia and I found some good guided meditations for it. So, so far I've seen as, as being aphantasic myself. Um, yeah, so I have noticed that I am, um, that I, I now you, I'm trying to use the, the intention method to shift. It is actually, it's not like one of those stupid non-visualizing methods it's actually a really good one and I would suggest it to anyone that can't visualize but I also what can I say haven't shifted yet but I know I will eventually hopefully today yeah so other than that that's I thought I'd have more to say about not being able to visualize but apparently not so yeah Oh yeah, I should probably say how I figured out that I had aphantasia. So, um, this is how I found. So my whole life, I have not really, when I close my eyes and visual, imagine something, I can't see it. I might see like an outline of something or like, I don't know, like a quick image, but it doesn't move or anything. Like... Sometimes when I'm walking around, I can imagine things, and I can sort of see it, but I can't see, like, faces, or, like, when I remember something, I can see it, but, I don't know. When I've been doing, and when I had been doing meditations, I'd just been thinking, um, whenever I did meditations, they were like, imagine a, they're gonna be like, imagine a, okay, let me think. Imagine a beautiful beach and the sea foam and the wind. Can you feel the wind? And then I'm like, 
No one can actually see that, right? That's, that's BS. Yeah, it wasn't BS. Yeah, that was just me. So then I figured out, and then one day I realized when they said that to imagine some a beach, they people, most people actually saw the beach, and that was a huge breakthrough for me. And I saw this video about um, don't remember who it was, but it was this video about aphantasia, and I realized, and as I was watching that video, I had a huge breakthrough. I realized that what she was describing was me. So I was real noticing that all these other people have been able to see what they imagined and uh, most people that are the six people that watch this podcast you know who you are but wait watch I mean listen to but um yeah I doubt that you have aphantasia but just so you know it hurt it really hurt to see that other people have been able to see in their mind's eye and I hadn't they weren't just seeing black, they were seeing colors and faces and cheekbones and all those things that I can't see, so. Yeah. And I've been, and once, um, in this little anxiety group, I they'd been having us imagine this island called Cookie Land and imagine how it smells and tastes and I was sitting there not seeing anything. I just could not see it. And that was, it's been, and I realized it's actually hard. And it kind of feels violating figuring out that um, all these other people can see all these things in their minds and I can't. But then, but shifting really showed that to me that this is an issue and you need to fix it. But it's not an issue, it's just something about me. Anyway, so that's kind of the thing. But, and that's another special thing about shifting is when you have a kind of disability, I guess, like aphantasia can be seen as, you can go to another reality where you don't have it. You can just visualize all you want. Yeah, so that's kind of, I don't know, I guess it's nice being able to see that there's a place where you are able to visualize and all that fun stuff. Anyways, but other, I should probably stop telling you my life story and start saying other more interesting things. So yeah, I'm going to continue with this episode yeah um so what what was I gonna talk about um yeah so I guess I I had this sort of um I had this sort of realization a couple days ago and it was ugh that is pretty interesting So you know how you can shift to any reality whenever you want. So that's just obvious. I bet you've been told that already. But, um, so what does that mean? That means, so if you were, let's say you're dying, 
or some or something. Yeah, that's a great way to introduce it, Lillian. But um, so you're on your deathbed and you're like, I don't want to die. So here's where shifting comes in. You just shift away from your deathbed, which means you've left that reality and you've probably went to a reality where you probably stripped and you can't die. So, which means with shifting, you're immortal. You can immortalize yourself just simply by shifting. And it might seem crazy, but as long as you're a shifter, you're immortal. Okay, I'm also going to talk about um, some good places to find shif shifting information because one, shift talk can be seen as a very toxic, dramatic place and no one wants that. So I'm going to, um, well first, when I first found out about shifting, it was not from TikTok. It was, it was actually from Spotify. So, because I have no access to um, social media, so I can't really get much access to anything. But with Spotify, I had been listening to podcasts, and I saw these podcasts that said shifting guided meditation, shifting stuff, uh, shifting subliminal, and I was like, what the heck's shifting? So, search up shifting realities. It was actually shifting realities. And then I find out about shifting. And then I realize, see, this whole different world of, you can go to Hogwarts and Encanto and Avatar The Last Airbender. And I, my mind just went nuts. Yeah, so, and then I started creating scripts and going on off Google and so I had to be very creative about where I got my information from because TikTok was kind of was pretty much off limits for me because I didn't have it. So what did I do? So I think a month ago now was it? I found a amino, amino, whatever it's called. Um. So that's so I went to so I moseyed on over to Amino, dot Amino, and found this really, this shifting community, it's like this big community, and I don't know, I just love this, and then I found this whole community of people that shift and are so supportive, and it's just like this whole big, this whole big of information and kindness and divination readings so yeah and just so you know um when you're looking for a shifting in amino try to look for one that has a lot of people in it i know it sounds mean to the small ones but um you're probably gonna get better information from a place if you look for the biggest shifting amino because that's the most popular one, and that's where you're going to find most people. So, yeah. So, if you're... If you don't get much internet access, go for Amino. Find a shifting thing. There's even Aminos for people that shift to specific places. Like, 
I shift shift to Encanto, and I found a good shifting amino for that, even though I don't go on it much. So yeah, it's I'd say it's pretty nice. Yeah, so wait for a second while I figure out how to speak. Yeah. So shifting. Yeah, so, I guess, what should I talk about now? Yeah. There is so much to talk about in shifting. And one thing that I, I'm gonna say that I find hard in shifting is finding which DR you want to go to right now. Because, oh my gosh, I find so many places to shift. Yeah, every day you find a new place to shift. Like, my first few are my, like, fame, my royalty DR, my Encanto DR, my Hogwarts, Erkstolden Trio DR, and then there's, like, sometimes I don't feel, like, I'm tempted to do a Dance Moms DR, Don't Call Me Crazy, Hunger Games DR, Avatar The Last Airbender DR, I have way too many DR ideas. Oh, Camp Half-Blood DR. So yeah, I have, and sometimes it is so hard to figure out where to shift. And that's where Amino comes in. I usually, I can typically just make a poll and have people vote on where I should script for next. Oh, and that's another thing. Sometimes scripting seems like such a chore, and if you don't feel like doing it, don't do it. But for some reason, it just keeps me more organized and feel like I don't have to remember anything. Because when I didn't have a script, I felt like I had to remember everything about my DR, which was stupid. But, yeah. A bit odd. Yeah, but, I don't know. I feel like I wish I could have done some a longer episode, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of tired, so... Yeah, I think I'm to, that's going to be my episode for today. So, yeah. I will see you next week, I think. Maybe the end of the week. Next time I shift. Whatever. Just, I'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.